Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to this week's episode. This week we will be reviewing the movie One Cut of the Dead. Our topic this week will be best use of practical effects in horror movies. And also we are our, our movie from the vault is going to be none other than Return of the Living Dead. Return of the motherfucking living dead. I've been told Straight in there with the swear I've word. I've been told I should be swearing less. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, who told why, you that? Why swear less when you can swear more? Who told you that? <laughs> That's wrong. You know he does the opposite. <laughs> Brilliant um, stuff. How you been, mate? You yeah, right? good, man. But I think the first thing I want to say this week is thanks to, like, everyone who was actually listening to the podcast. Like, last episode is, like, absolutely smashed it. We've had the most downloads of um, any episode that we had mm. um big big call to the american like contingent um they're absolutely smashing it so just say thanks for everyone for getting involved yeah thank you very much it's been amazing that's just like this is exactly what we wanted we we want just people to get involved and listen to it and and it's happening and, and uh this is our 20th episode now uh which is unbelievable which we're like obviously ecstatic about so yeah, it's going to be a good one. Still waffling after 20 episodes. It's not bad, is it? Mm. Although I think I could waffle with the best of them. So what's been going on in the news then, buddy? I've um, not got loads and loads of news. I've got a couple of bits. One is that it looks like they've cast Candyman. Don't know if you heard about this. Jordan Peele's Candyman? That's correct, Okay. Yeah. See this. Um, um, now, forget, forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, but it's Yahya Abdul-Mateen. The second. The second? Uh, yeah, the second. Okay. Yeah, Who so, was the first? I don't know. <laughs> but he has been cast as uh, the Candyman. And obviously that is going to be out in June 2020. But there's no other cast. That's yet. some big, big shoes to fill. Mm. Tony Todd. Yeah, apparently he's not going to be in it either. No and I was cameo. like, not even a cameo. Come on. Well, I've got to get even just a little cameo. I suppose you've got to move it on some, at some point. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've only got one of a little bit and, and that is, I don't know, you put, might be covering this just so I don't really want to spoil it, but certain little friends we call critters. Oh, fuck you, man. Let me talk about this Yeah, shit. I'll, I'll leave that to you, mate. All right. So we had... <laughs> Stop a, swearing. We had a cheeky little um, trailer uh, this week. Um, well, actually, I only saw it today because not being... you. Everyone in America gets everything first. Well, most of the time. So it's going to be available on the US version of Shudder only for now. I think it's released around the 12th of March or the 21st of March or something like that. Okay. It's called Critters A New Binge. Right, okay. All right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to obviously watch it when it comes out. But looking at the trailer, it's they they sort of looking at the sort of more intelligent side. Because they are quite intelligent little buggers, aren't they, really? Yeah. In their yeah. own sort of way. But there's a lot of like talking and weird little smoking smoking critters and all sorts of stuff like that okay eye patch where they're like a it's like an Practical army of critters effects though, right because yeah, i haven't watched this trailer yet i think it's a mix but okay. the, from what i've seen you've seen the, we've seen the critter ball yeah so they're course, redoing yeah. the critter ball really from critters too so so now i'm gonna watch it it's regardless. only it's only eight episodes though isn't it it's like short and yeah short episodes so i mean i'm cool I, with that i said you like I, I said you last episode like I want to see a critics like cartoon. This is just as good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like on the on the realms of um, oh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes when that was a cartoon and stuff like that. Sure, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, 
I'm buzzing for it. Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for it for oh, a couple of months. So, well but obviously, US are getting it first. Mm. And another thing that leads me <laughs> on to my other bit of news: the yeah. US are also getting it first. You lucky, lucky people. Um, is the is to watch out for that you are getting the US release of the Book of Monsters. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray is being launched on what was it March? That was March twenty-first. It's this month anyway. Yeah. All right. So look out for it. You know, our good friends like Stuart Spark, okay, we absolutely love this movie and I can't pimp it enough. I want the Blu-ray now. Pimp it. <laughs> but looking at the artwork for it, I mean, I am incredibly jealous of you guys. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And I think in the UK... They better, they better bring it out on Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. The, if they the U- don't, I'm going to have to looking at about June. Mm. So... Oh, well, let's see. If not, I'll just have to import it over, innit? Just like, because <laughs> that, that's awesome. And it's, apparently it's got like hours and hours of um, special bonus footage, like commentaries and everything like that. And I, I need to see all that. Everything is rammed full of practical effects. I want to see how it's done, how they did it. Yeah, so anyone from America, go out and buy it. Definitely it buy it, out. download it, rent it, whatever you need to do. Um, I also want to say happy birthday to James Wan. He, was, he had his birthday this week. Definitely. I know he's listening. Of course he's listening. After his... Um, UK's yeah. premier horror podcast. It's, you know, of course he's going to be keeping up to date. Yeah, he's just got off hot off uh, Aquaman. What else is he going to be doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's been loads of um, updates from 80s horror doc. Yeah. Well, um, it's like get... they, they are ramping it up. Yeah, they're, well, they're definitely... They must be, like... I think they must be editing as they go because... They were looking at getting a what a July kind of release for all the people that um, were kind of on board with the um, funding kind of side of things, wasn't it? Like yeah. we did all the packages. So um, I would imagine they want to coincide that very shortly after that with the actual release. So, but yeah, they they they've got to be getting into that like fully now. Okay, surely. so what we're gonna do then from now on, from now until July, every episode, we have a little bit of news for an update for the 80s horror doc. good idea, yeah. Keep everyone informed about what's going on. Absolutely, good All idea. Right. Cool, cool. Okay. The last bit of news. So okay. I've got a special little something next to me. Okay. So the lovely, lovely people at Alley Cat Graphics, I ordered a nice little treat as we talked about it last oh, week. Oh, yeah, you got your... Did you get it through? Yeah, I got the thing through. Um, it's oh, obviously, we said that so it's sold jealous. out. It's, it's beautiful in its design and it's got... A lovely thing enamel pin in there as well but hmm. got chatting to the guy hmm. and he sent us a few little treats oh how come um just because we're awesome because <laughs> <laughs> we we always talk about his stuff don't we but well, yeah i guess so rightfully so we've got a couple of bits we might, we've got a few um quite a lot of this so we might not we might not keep it all no and um, we might give the ge- the generosity, pass on yeah. the generosity of someone to some other people. That's a good so idea. We ran a couple of competitions in the past. Mm. Um, so watch this space and see what we can come up with. Sure. But I tell you what, we are keeping these two little <laughs> Go on. So you've got Whoa. the cheeky little Freddy pin. Oh, wow. It's like Freddy's head with his tongue out, looking <laughs> evil as fuck. That is amazing. It's lush, oh, mate. Thank you, Alley Cat. That is amazing. Obviously, if you want to go and check them out, they, you know, we're always posting their stuff on Instagram and Twitter. So just uh, go to our page and you'll and you'll see in our profile um, their their pictures of their stuff and stuff. So you can click on the links and go and buy shit from them because 
definitely worth it. Yeah, literally, so cool. my laptop is now going to be covered in stickers. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, cheers, guys. That's cool. Okay, I think that is everything from me because I suppose we can't really talk about Game of Thrones because it's not really horror related. But you know, Game, <laughs> Game of Thrones is coming April fourteenth. Mm, it sure is. So. Should we get on to the, uh, one of the main events? Let's do it. One cut of the dead. Thrill me. <laughs> Is that going to be your catchphrase now? Thrill me. Yeah, I'm going to steal it. Brilliant stuff. Okay. Where, do, where do we start with this? Well, you know, we've got to start with, like, a, you have to, a synopsis? I d- that's the thing. We can't really... I don't think you can, because I think we should just go balls deep, mate. Because, like, literally, let's just start talking about it. Because I think if you if you, if we start synop- synopsizing... Is that a word? Synopsizing? You can make Synops- it. It sounds like a good word to me. I'm not exactly the best for... <laughs> but, yeah, I think we should just get into it, mate, because, like... Like, we, is this going to be a spoiler? Yeah, it's got to be spoilers, isn't it? Right, yeah. I'm Because <laughs> there's no way we're going to get around this. I got, I got a lot to talk about. Yeah, okay. I mean, I had a lot of... I went through like a wave mm. of emotion watching this movie. So did I, so did I. Um, and that's probably a good big hint. So yeah, definitely spoilers on this one. So I would recommend um, this part of the like mm. ep- episode, go out and watch One Cut of the Dead, come yeah. back. Um, we'll obviously put the timings on. And, yeah, if and... you haven't, fast forward. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because go out and watch it. Definitely come back Cause... and then listen to this. Because we don't want to spoil this. Because it's that sort of film. It's sort of like a. It's... If we what we're going to discuss will completely Major plot spoilers. Utterly spoil yeah. your experience of watching this movie. Mm. Like so if... there, there's spoilers and there's spoilers. If what we're going to talk about in a bit will ruin it absolutely ruin it if you're going to watch it for the first yeah, time so don't trust me so i think we should start obviously oh let's, let's talk before we go into the movie let's talk about the blu-ray hang on before right. we even go there i want to go back further back than that so this movie was obviously premiered at fright fest and we were wow bummed out because we missed it even though they put a second showing on we <laughs> yeah. we couldn't get in um so we were gutted at that point so anyway, we and, and then obviously it was shown there and the hype around it and everybody loved it. It got standing applause and everything like that. And then we were going to go and watch it in Bristol because they were doing a limited run of it for one week. But unfortunately, the, the time we were going to go, my, my dog got taken to the vets and I had to take him and stuff like that. And unfortunately, we couldn't go to that, which I was gutted about. Um, and obviously you were as well. And then obviously we found out that there was going to be a Blu-ray release at the end of that month anyway. So obviously we went straight away and it's limited Blu-ray as well, isn't it? So yeah. only limited time. So if you listen to this, go out and buy it quick because it's only limited. Um, and that, and then, you know, with the hype around it that we've been waiting for this for so long that we were just like, let's do it for the podcast, won't we? Yeah. And that like brings us to like this absolutely sexy yellow cover one cut of the dead blu-ray i mean it's, it's the craziest cover as well. it is all nuts. those awards is one at yeah the festival they're like literally showcasing every 
like rewards. I mean, this this is a Korean zombie movie at the end of the day. <coughs> so we've, um, we've watched <coughs> Korean movie in the well Indonesian. So it's like another Asian. So what was um, Train to Busan? Uh, that was Korean. That was yeah. Korean as well. Yeah, so yeah. some great caliber. Oh yeah, coming out. Korean movies. Yeah. I love them. They just have some some great stuff coming out of Korea. Like just so much good stuff. Well, I saw the devil was Indonesian, wasn't it? Right. Love that. No, not I saw the devil. What, no, that was. Um, what did we watch? What was it? What did we actually review? Devil, take your soul. I may remember. the devil take you. Yeah, may the devil take you. Right, that's yeah. so bad. Fucking, that was only a couple of, <laughs> a couple of episodes <laughs> ago. Right, so one cut of the dead Blu-ray cover. All that has got every single award they've won. <laughs> In, yeah. and it's they won a lot so it's just covered it's like wallpapered yeah, yeah the actual like logo is just quirky and fun as well mm. what did you think you were, were going to be watching i knew that obviously by one cut of the dead and i haven't read loads of reviews i knew that it was going to be a non-stop not cut well supposed to be not cut um and i was like oh that's interesting like it's just you know no cuts it's just one take you know, of a, of a zombie movie. And I just thought it was going to be a zombie movie, but I thought it was going to be like a comedy zombie f- film, like a bit like a bit like a Shaun of the Dead, kind of funny, kind of... But with all the hype around it, I knew it was going to have to be something different because it couldn't just be the same old hat. Um, that uh, I just thought it was just going to be a, a no-cuts, low-budget, comedy, uh, like, tongue-in-cheek zombie movie. That's it. That's all I thought it was going to be exactly what i was expecting yeah yeah and so the first half an hour or 40 minutes about 40 minutes yeah about 40 minutes because i was like is an hour and a half of this Hmm. right that's that's what i I didn't know that i didn't know that i I didn't you didn't check the no i didn't check the runtime i I nearly did all right so i kind of spoiled it a little bit for myself but Hmm. i but i didn't right no (laughs) so the first 40 minutes of this movie Hmm. is a one shot zombie movie right incredible hmm. and it was it was good it was um like following it it was weird and yeah. we'll get back into it in a minute but hmm. it was it was original it wasn't laugh out loud funny no which is what i'd expected to expected when they you know the stand innovation and all this sort of stuff and i'm like but it was good and it hmm. was like i was like, oh my god i haven't really seen anything like this but there was some like weird little tokens in there and i was like and maybe we'll go into a bit more detail in yeah, a moment. Yeah. But what did you think about where at the end when the credits rolled at that 40 minutes? What what went through your mind? I was going to turn the Blu-ray off. And I was thinking, I thought you might turn the Blu-ray off no. at that point <laughs> no. as well. I thought you could sometimes, you, I don't know if you can get a little bit, you know, like quick on the draw. And I thought, somebody watches this without knowing the runtime. I thought that. I they're, thought, they're going to switch it off right well, now. That's the thing. I nearly reached for the Blu-ray cover to check the runtime when it got to the 40 minutes. I was like... Oh, maybe it is really short. Maybe, so I was expecting a yeah, short. Yeah. I was expecting a short yeah, movie. I didn't think it was going to be that long, and then I didn't, and I carried on watching. I was like, "Oh, this is strange." <laughs> so we will talk about a little bit more in depth this hmm. this first section. Hmm. The second part, I suppose you can call it, it goes into like a proper movie. It's almost yeah. like it's not. It's then not. A zombie movie. Well, this is what this is really weird. It, it kind of it it flips totally to like first of all like um, the quality of it just turns to like ultra HD. Then it? it's like <laughs> yeah. really like ultra four K like quality, and you think, oh, 
the camera stepped up a gears like this is quality but it looked like a almost like a like an like um a tv show quality wasn't it yeah yeah like it was shot like a tv show and it's just really strange and it was just like obviously it says one month earlier before the film and then you think ah all right this is weird this is taking a strange turn turn what is going on and this is where i started to to the kind of like at the end of the 40 minutes i was like that was cool but what is going on now and i was just like i was like what where is this taking us because i was what did you think about that middle the kind of middle bit i had i just i was just like what am i watching what the hell is going I on start, is just... i started to dislike it for the first probably five to eight minutes of the the kind of um middle bit i, I started bo- yeah. to dislike it and i was like this is taking a this is taking a bit of a, a nosedive i was like what's going on i just don't understand and i, I was, is it me just being naive and stupid or did you feel the same yeah i mean i wasn't it was like I, I i don't know why i'm continuing to watch it i just watched like this really cool 40 minute like one shot i mean it's like they basically the plot of this is they are making a zombie movie and then it turns into like real zombies like it's a real it's a like a sacrifice and a real zombie then you're following yeah. you know the actors around and like with this one camera mm. shooting like the director and stuff like that. and there's loads of weird shit happening like um all through it like there's weird stops in there and stuff like that yeah it's really weird it's like where you think it's almost like is it just really bad acting or are they doing that on purpose or what's going on the the biggest part that that kind of like well there's two parts there's a part where they're on the roof where she's just screaming and screaming then she stops and then she's like just looking for ages like right to left and then she starts screaming again but really long i was like what's going on they're just doing it because they don't want to show the the violence and i was like that's really strange and then she runs off to this kind of the hut and then all you see is this pair of like zombie legs come in and i thought is this a different creature or is it a different is this another part of it and she looks up and she kind of covers her mouth to keep silent and then the legs walk off and you're like oh that's weird and then she doesn't you don't see that person or those legs again do you i think you, i think right, we've got to stop this i think we've got to talk about this in parallel okay because i think it makes a bit more sense if you talk about it in parallel and maybe it might be interesting so the yeah, second like obviously we're we're talking to people like watched then they, they've watched it yeah. you know what i mean it's so you know like, what's going on yeah because it, I, I don't think we need to explain yeah true true like cause, hopefully you guys have watched, bloody watched it yeah if not then you're stupid I just think because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna completely do yourself out of this. I'm not gonna say now one-off event that you might not get for a very fucking long time. This left me with one of the biggest smiles on my face yeah. that I've totally. had in, in a I was, long time. I was beaming, especially <laughs> especially uh, action. Yeah, I mean, I love that guy. I, uh, I mean, at the every end time this... he popped up action at the end of this movie i was just just stunned yeah yeah and i was like i can see why people got up and clapped the hell yeah. out of this oh god yeah definitely um, I, I don't know i i cannot understand 
because I didn't, I haven't had time to watch the making of. There's a whole extra disc of making of that I, I'm going to sit down and watch 100%. Um, how do you watch, but what do you, you have to watch a making of, a making of, a making of. Yeah, but I want to see how they did it. It's I total see, meta. Because they, 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 they show you, like, obviously in the, so we've gotten from the middle bit, and then there's literally the last kind of what, like, again, last 40 minutes, because it's the film, uh, of you basically seeing what it's all about that it's all kind of what is it's basically is it's a program isn't it shot that like, dead, they, like dead set yeah like a live feed yeah. on online um for a new like horror channel and it's all made up and it's just like everything's made up and everything's staged but all the bits in between and it, all the struggles on how they had to make it and how this one kind of focus focus around the, the director guy and how he overcomes these problems, which is just insane. Yeah, because... It's just they so have, cool. The, it's just so the, clever. The first 40 minutes is basically um, the end result of what the last part of the movie um, is producing mm. at the end of the day. So you yeah. kind of watch it going, oh, that was a cool zombie flick that they shot in one flick. And then you realise that they sort of take you behind the lens and it's like like you said a tv channel coming up with the idea mm. of creating a one-shot zombie movie yeah and then they, this director's having a pop at it and then all this weird shit is happening so you get to see there the from the first 40 minutes the re, why there's this weird shit yeah all the, all the little things which we're sort on, of yeah. i think we'll pick apart all that in a minute yeah. but i just want to say my notes yeah. i wrote during the movie yeah right I was quite serious for the first part. Really? Because I was like taking notes as in I like... Cu- I couldn't take notes. I, <laughs> I was so in, in, engrossed in it. I just couldn't... I mean, to be honest, I don't take notes much. I kind of write them down afterwards. But I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll show you my my notes on this. One Cut of the Dead. Awesome. <laughs> That's all I put. That's my notes on it. Well, I wrote loads of shit. <laughs> right? And then, and then as soon as... Then I, and then as soon as it's the... <laughs> Part two come out. I was like, "There's no, there's no point in writing anything. This is nuts." I mean, this poor director had to deal with like a pop star diva. The talent was all playing up. There was an alcoholic yeah, on set. Alcoholic. He necked a whole bottle of sake. Yeah. Right. And so you're seeing his, and you, and then you kind of all the stuff that they're sort of doing off off screen, hmm. and he's sort of like propping him up, and all the all this bits. Like, I love jo- those bits. Yeah. It's so clever. Uh, and it's like, they're sort of, he's just out of shot. And then you remember back to when you watched the 40 minute zombie movie. Oh, oh that now hell. makes sense. Yeah. So why? It they... all just ties it up and makes sense. And it's so, that's what's so clever about yeah. it. And when they were looking off, like, off camera weirdly, and you realise that they were looking at like placards that yeah. they were like saying they were moving on. Yeah. And then the way the, um, the mother well, they had a stand-in, basically, I think. And yeah. I think the director's wife sort of stepped in. And she went absolutely batshit. But she went batshit for real. Yeah, because she gets so engrossed in she her gets, roles. Yeah, and so no yeah. one could control her. So she Brilliant. was chasing this poor girl yeah. for real. I thought she was going to club her one. And then they managed to kind of... Knock, did they knock her out? No, the um, her, her husband, the director, gets her in some kind of chokehold. <laughs> and kind of puts her out in a chokehold. It's brilliant. And then randomly in the first 40 minutes, you see her wake up and like stand up with a 
axe in her head. And then dropped to the floor. And then dropped to the floor. And and then later on you find out that he's rugby tackled her. So that's why. And it's like, all this crazy shit. It's so clever. I I can't get over it. But my favourite thing about her is this. POM! Oh, the POM. (laughs) The POM. Oh, my God. She does it about seven times. Yeah. It's brilliant. I'm going to do that. I love it. Yeah, yeah. If anyone comes to take me from behind, Simon, (laughs) then you're getting pommed. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds rude. Uh, it's just like it's brilliant but oh mate it's so it's so clever i mean and and there's kind of an underlining without getting too arty farty into the storylines that it's kind of a little a nice a really really nice under undercurrent story about him trying to win over his daughter's kind of love again and it's it's really it's really like heart about like the end is a bit cheesy where they're smiling at each other his daughter and him uh, and she hands him the photo of them when they were, he him with her on his shoulder, shoulders and stuff. But it's like it, it's you kind of get this feeling that he's lost touch with her a bit. And then at the end, it, it's kind of like because she gets involved with it and and she, well, she has, saves the day. Yeah, well, she saves the day. She yeah, saves the she's, production. She's lo- she's she's in love as, with film as much as he is. Shining and they have t- this thing yeah. in common. And then it brings them together at the end, and she actually kind of they kind he's so happy that she's just loving it as much as he does and it's like a, a really nice little undercurrent i thought yeah she's a proper nerd as well she loved her horror movies and you can see a few there's a few posters kicking about she had a shining t-shirt she had on. a shining t-shirt on it's, like that. Yeah, it's a great t-shirt <laughs> um but yeah i just absolutely like lapped this up and i want to what i wanted to watch it like immediately again mm. but then i'm like you couldn't get that you can't get that first experience like, back. that's the thing isn't it that's so it, if you, it? you you know beautiful people that listen to this <laughs> have listened to us waffle and and not watched it you might have sport like your first yeah that's crazy if you have because it's just it's insanely original mm. we gave enough warnings mate it's cool yeah but <laughs> but it's just i'm just trying to think of anything that was like remotely like this it's mm. just it's kind of meta and mm. people i suppose you do but it's it was so clever and so funny and it's probably so cheap to make. But but the the biggest thing for me is wow, like you said, you left a, a massive smile on your face, is the actual end credits where it literally shows the actors doing the zombie movie, the actors who are filming the zombie movie, and then the set of real cameras they're actually filming everything going on. So they, they, you see the footage of the real kind of actual people that were filming it, um, filming the actual actual thing. And it's just crazy. Like the director is like wearing a, a GoPro on his head and filming it all. And apparently on the, on the extras, you can, you can watch it all. And it's just insane the way they did it. So it's like everything they did yeah, in the movie. Yeah, that kind of broke my head a little bit when I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, of course, because he's filmed... He's actually filming a movie that they're filming to try and make a movie. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I went so a little bit So in theory, they did it like, I went, like, like they, in, they yeah. filmed it twice, but two different angles. So there's the actual real angle. And then they filmed it, it like all the things like the, you see the bit where he falls over in the bush. Yeah. Like the actual, they actually mirrored that where the other guy, the other camera guy was falling in the bush. It's just they, insane. They film it twice or three times. Don't know. Yeah, I've got to watch the making of to find yeah. out because it's just a bit like. Yeah, no, they're twice. It'd just be twice, twice just, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't do the maths, but yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it would have been, yeah, 
Three times? Three times, yeah. I would imagine. Because there's, can... there's the point of view of them. Yeah, I'm not going to try and twist my head. It's so <laughs> mental. But, yeah. But if anyone can think of something similar, then let us know. Because I ain't got an absolutely, absolutely I'm sure spooky. there's like one-time things out there. You know, with massive, like, you know, stories with twists and stuff. But nothing that's, like, intelligent like this. I just think it's so clever and not been done. And, you know, it's just, I can't believe, like, even down to the practical effects, how they did all that. It's just insane. It's just so clever. And apparently it was all shot. I think it was for, like, something like 128 yen, which is around 20... Twenty thousand pounds or something like that. Nice. Like I don't know whether that's true. I looked it up online and stuff. Nice independent budget. Proper, proper like low budget and stuff. It's just like, it's insane. It's just so clever. And the problem is, is just like again, is how how this is pushed and where it's going to be seen. Because you know, I spoke to a couple of people at work and they haven't got they haven't clue. I've got a clue what I'm on about. They're like, and some of them are properly into horror. Um, well, did they listen to this? I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, but what I'm saying is, is that how is that film? It's such an independent film. This, yeah, it's done on the circuit that we know about it because we, you know, we're into that that kind of the underground and stuff. But how is this going to get pushed now? I mean, it's got to get on a platform like Amazon. Oh, I don't think it's actually going to Amazon because they leaked it illegally. <laughs> um, so if if someone like Shudder pick it up or Netflix, which would be the best probably fat platform because everybody would see it, then I tell you, it's just going to go on there and it's just the word of mouth is going to fly. Well, yeah, there was, um, there was um, if you remember Brain Dead or Dead Alive, whatever, mm. like back in the day, like, that was pretty much passed around, like one VH, like yeah, a v- course, VHS yeah. tape was just like passed word around. Word of mouth, yeah. This needs that same love. Mate, we're, this is the, this is the platform to do it. Yeah, I know, We're talking yeah. about it. We're going to bas- smash people, it all over People like, need to like media. see it. Like the people, I want people to see this movie that wouldn't generally be into that genre. I want them to see how good it is. Yeah. I don't want them to go, oh, that's a zombie movie, skip. It can't be. It's more than a zombie movie. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's not really it's a, a zombie. It's not really a zombie movie. No, it's not. Because it's not. It's, it's really, it's a, a film about filmmaking and yeah. the process of that. Yeah. It, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, And exactly. how tough it can be and, you know, and, and but it's just, it's just that, like, I just can't get over everything they did, practical effects, how they ran around with the cameras, how they got all the angles, all the clever shit. It's just, it's just a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it is. It, got, and it got should a, get all those awards. And, and they it, got a tr- it's got a true love of the and respect for the zombie movie like genre oh god yeah yeah and like the comedy and we're we're, this is i didn't because i didn't there you go you probably said it there shawn of the dead we'll return the living dead which we're going to be talking about in a bit was probably one of the first comedy zombie movies this is exactly but this is what i'm saying that's like it's like when shawn of the dead came out so many people were talked about and and stuff and then normal people not normal people you know what i mean like the no, you can call them normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they they all every, the word of mouth got out and everybody watched it. Yeah. It didn't matter if they were into zombie movies or not, and that's how you know it got. It, it's just a one in a lifetime thing that doesn't come along that much. You know that's why I said at the start you need to go and watch it before you listen to this because, you, like you said, you're never going to get this feeling again once you've watched it once, never. 
Fuck yeah. Well, we'll make it our, I'll make it my personal mission to... Uh, You've said that before, I swear. To talk... Well, <laughs> oh, they're about the critters, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, You've got I will a lot be, of missions. <laughs> I, will be, um, I will be trying to pimp this movie out and explain to people... Oh, of course. ...in simple terms. Like, but that's what it's going to take, you know, which is cool. Because, I mean, again, it's going to have, like... It's going to put... The Korean aspect's going to put people off because it's going to be, like, subtitles, but... This just, I love. I, I'm. Well, if you think like that, if they think like that. They're ignorant. They're morons. <laughs> but people are morons. They just can't got. Oh, you don't need bo- to tell me about that, they're, mate. They're bo- you know, because it's like bought. You know, some people find that like. Oh. I'll tell you a really quick story. Really quick. <laughs> Obviously, I work in a um, store that sells uh, DVDs. When Pan's Labyrinth came out, I had so many people bringing it back, going, "I didn't even know it was foreign. I don't want it." <laughs> and this is like one of the best movies ever and, and i'm not kidding you over the course of like the two weeks after it came out i must have had about 20 copies back where people were i didn't realize it's subtitles i don't want it oh that, that upsets me exactly so much but anyway if you are you going to have this in your store hopefully yeah have you ordered some hopefully well, get the fuck i don't on. do the orders get the fuck on it <laughs> you're gonna pin this out to your head office well yeah Let's see, limited edition Blu-ray, so it's probably been exhausted. <sighs> like, well, they like, it'll go to its general release next, then, won't it? Yeah, it'll, it'll, I'm sure uh, streaming service will pick it up. But then that kind of says to me that like, the fact that they've done like a limited edition says to me they love, they love and respect horror fans even more because they kind of want them, you know, the heart, the diehards to have something special. Yeah, possibly. And then you know all the norms. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can have like a a plain copy. Hmm. But which is still just as good, just yeah. not as good as my copy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep ours. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, just um, the yeah, yeah, it was one of the best, um, best movies yeah. that I've seen in a long, long yeah. time. Are we going to rate this bad boy? Yeah, we talked it to death, have we? I think so. Unless you've got anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Should we do a three, two, one? Again, yeah, that worked. I like that last time. All right, cool. Three, two, one, nine. Yeah. Nine out of ten. I can't give it a ten yet. Oh no. I need to give it a couple more views. It, well, I don't know. It's just like it might, in time, come become a ten. But it's it's just like yeah, uh, it's it's almost a perfect movie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it's a one-off. It's just like an experience. Uh, I'm so glad because of all the hype around it as well. I was a bit kind of worried that it wasn't gonna land after all the hype, but man, what a punch! What a punch! Like it just like knocked me out, mate. It's oh, so I'm good. so glad, fucking out. So good. And this, you know, yeah, still originality. Yeah. Out there. I can't believe that. Yeah, when you thought you thought it's just all been done, something comes along like a little gem like this, and it's just like perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Right then, buddy. Let's uh, move on to our topic section. Cool. Something to scream about. Mish money penny. Ah, my favorite brain Cream So, yeah, we picked out... Did I pick this one out, did you? 
You picked it out. I picked this out. So yeah, we're, so we're going to talk about best use of practical effects, like a scene or favourite best use of practical effects in a horror movie. Yeah, and I think like we on this um, on the draw one last breath talk about practical effects and our love of practical effects quite a lot. All, yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> quite a lot. Maybe a lot. Like maybe too much, but probably never not. too much. Never too much. But never too much. Never too much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was incredibly random <laughs> and i really liked it but my love like for practical effects i mean is goes back to like our love our love it's a, a, a couple thing here yeah not right. like that okay hold hands <laughs> but you know you got when you got the likes of like a, a love for 80s movies and you got you know child's play critters ghoulies you know the house all these wonderful movies that didn't have see the option of cgi no and i i love cgi i, I fucking love cheese on toast cgi but there's something about seeing a like a, a puppet or something real that's being created by somebody that makes it like i think that little bit more special oh absolutely and we're not going to talk about the best in my opinion and probably and looking by the responses that we got everyone else's bloody opinion um we're not going to discuss the thing because the thing is a given um, the the thing we we reviewed the thing and the thing is the probably the the, the cream of the, the cream crop. of the crop. Yeah, there yeah. he is. There he is. That little bloke. He's come out again. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Bottin, man, what a legend! What I'd love to just get in a room knees. with him yeah. to just have a chat. He's like gone off grid. Apparently, no one could find him. No, no. Probably, you know, went where his little head got ripped off and. Walking around, walking like around upside down, spider maybe. Or yeah, oh, I mean, but we obviously loved that film. Yeah, but we, you know, we're not, we're not gonna. We're, we've talked it to death. I don't care. It's moment, a masterclass yeah. in practical. Of effect. course, of course, a masterclass. And which we got a lot of feedback on Twitter from loads of people that wanted uh, that said that that some of the all different scenes from that movie yeah. were their favourites. Which is wow, you know, that is the top of the game. We know this. So we're going to talk about some other ones that have like sort of made us happy, made us smile. Mm. Um, that we were brought up on. You know? Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, do you want me to yeah, you go, kick mate. it off? You I go. think I, I quite fancy kicking off. So I'm going to pick a really random one. Go for it. To start it off. And it's not our usual ilk. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's the right word. Oh, we're going or off, off feast. Or our usual feast. And we're going off piste <coughs> in this because it's, it is practical effects. Yeah. Um, but not as we usually talk about it okay okay so i'm going for the 1990 movie arachnophobia Ooh. now this movie is probably the few that i refuse to re-watch even though it's a black yeah, comedy you, you've got a thing about I've got spiders a, a, a real I, I, if i want to like really scare myself then i will sit myself in front of this i think it might be a pg i don't even think it might be a 12 yeah i think you're right you know it's very it's not an 18 but the bloody spiders that are in it are goddamn real. Uh, no, they're not all real. I don't think they, they're all they real. Use... They have used. No, they no, did no. real. They used. That big one at the end's right, not okay. real, dude. Those Come on. So that's practical effects. Those two. There the, go. So the general and the. <laughs> the general. They've, they've yeah, got, they a got a name. So there's the general and the queen. God, you must have watched it a lot then. No yeah, wonder you've got I'm a problem scared. with spiders. <laughs> 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 the general and the queen are um, animatronic. Oh, okay. So they are practical course, effects. Practical effects. Yeah, I'll give you that. Incredible. I mean, that big fucking thing at the end, mm. the queen. Oh my goddamn! 
crawl, crawl across his leg. So did they have a spider wrangler? Right, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. Oh, go on, go on. So, but that's a, that's one thing. Mm. The the practical effect. You got this. I mean, one day we're going to rewatch this, but John Goodman stepping on the spider and being just generally ace. Mm. Um, like he's some of the sound effects were made of like mustard packets and crisps cracker. Great. That's another another discussion. But the spiders mm. in that house, right? And the generally the spiders. Yeah. There were three hundred. Right. I got my little uh, my little fact sheet here. Okay. Um, Don't be stealing the Matt's facts. Uh, that's my part of the game, mate. So, <laughs> cool. the film was made with 300 Avondale spiders from New Zealand. Yeah. 300. It makes me freak out even more, right? Um, they were picked because of their large size, unusual social st- lifestyle... And because they are essentially harmless to humans. Well, they're like, like Essent- go out and I love the way they stuff. said essentially right. harmless, which means they probably still fucking bite you. Maybe. Ooh. They were guided around the set by the use of heat and cold. So you're right, they had a spider wrangler. Yeah, of course. Basically. There's always a wrangler involved. What, but what I didn't get, I couldn't find anything on this. Some of the bits in that movie with the when he's like, they must have just been like spiders on string. Because I can't imagine those. They got them to just do web, you know. Yeah. Nearly. Yeah, yeah. But the stuff that comes out of the bath, they're real, and the plugs, mm. they're all real, man. I don't. The Jeff one Dan, bit. The one bit that freaks me out a bit is the old popcorn bowl. That's a bit. Oh. I need to like, basically oh. have a conversation with Jeff Daniels. I need to have a sit down with him. Yeah. And see if he's scarred for life. I couldn't have done that movie. No. No. Not a bloody chance no I, I mean i'm not i don't love spiders but yeah i wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't have wanted to be surrounded by 300 spiders thanks oh. so yeah the general and the queen were articulated so when you seen to see the big bastard yeah. like those cool. scary <laughs> scary it still just gives me the heebie-jeebies gives you the willies the total big <laughs> willies brilliant so yeah that's my first one okay so cool. I, I think that's a bit different because obviously we're talking about that's, pu- that, this is a per yeah but that's cool because that's a personal yeah. one for you and we talk about puppetry quite a lot freaks you out a lot and yeah. stuff yeah 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 and blood and gore I mean, that, that's that's obviously like, when we talk about thing yeah blood gore ugh, ugh, but this was like real man yeah no I get you what you mean yeah, yeah. cool uh, I can't, and there's a spider right now in my house is it in the bathroom <laughs> get rid I'm gonna have to get the Hoover out later. I don't want to. I don't like killing them though. But they don't. They still don't belong in my house. They glass it. Chuck it out a window. It's on a weird angle. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's gonna get got. Cool. Right. That's uh, that's my first one. Sure. Let's have yours. Okay. Well, I'm I'm staying on the piste, and I'm going for 1986 here. So a nice little mid 80s. The Fly. Ooh. Because now... That's a great shout. When I watched... This is not the old black and white one. This is the Jeff Goldblum one. Yeah, 1986. When, like, I first saw this movie, uh, I used to go around uh, my dad's, or my dad's, I you like to say. Um, I go around my dad's and for the weekend, and he used to have Sky Movies and stuff like that. And obviously this is, like, when I was way too young to be watching movies like this. He's like, yeah, I'll watch this. You'll like this one. This is gross. Sticks it on. Oh, my God. It is disgusting. 
I mean, I don't know if you've watched it recently or within the last, if you can remember many bits. I haven't revisited this in there's, there, a long, there's a, long time. There's a couple of bits that's just like, this is like, you know, this is a, again, a masterclass in practical effects. It's just like, there's a bit where he puts uh, the dog uh, and it goes kind of wrong and he kind of transports the dog and he opens the pod where the dog is and it's just a mess of just a, like a skeleton with loads of like like flesh dripping off it and the, the jaws are moving up and down like it's still alive. It's just, ah, uh, it's one of those films that kind of like you watch it and I've never seen shit like that before. And it just t- turns, I mean, I don't get it like this, but turns your stomach and just makes you feel sick. <laughs> it's just like so gross. And, it, and, and there's like another bit where he kind of like, obviously throughout the film, he's kind of like gradually changing into a fly. So there's this bit in the, in the, <coughs> excuse me, in the bathroom where he's just like looking in the mirror and his nail, he pulls his nail off yeah. and then he squirts his pus stuff out of his like fingers <laughs> and then his other nail comes off and it's just disgusting and obviously it carries on and then there's a bit where he like is trying to eat a donut and he throws up over it like because obviously flies re- like pu- puke on the food to eat it and stuff like that that's what real flies do and it's just like and it's just so gross but then we get to the point near the end where it's just like um he's nearly fully transformed and he's attacking this guy and he literally pukes this acid out of him and he he mounts this guy's hand like (laughs) and the effects are just insane like it looks so real and the guy falls on the floor and then he pukes on his kind of ankle with his leg and he starts burning away. It's disgusting. Sounds awesome. It's it's absolutely disgusting. But the and then and then it tops it off with the end when he's fully formed as the fly. It's just the the animatronics and the suit and everything, it just looks so fucking real. It's just unreal and it's just like and that just stuck in my head because oh, man, it shit me, me up. What, go and watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's so it, it's such a great movie, and it's just the way it just it's just the way it carries through the film, and it's just like there's not many characters in it, you know, and and the acting Jeff Goldblum is just like it's just yeah, you know, it's Jeff Goldblum. He's got this otherworldly kind of just mannerisms. Man- and all yeah, that. everything. Yeah. It's just like Incredible. he's different, and he? he's just like. And he just carries the whole rock. But the, the, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the practical effects. And it's just something at that time that I'd not seen before. As, as as a fully formed film, throughout the film, so many stages. And and how it got there and stuff like that. And I've got what I've got. Hopefully they'll bring like a nice big Blu-ray set of it with making of and stuff like that. But um, yeah, that was my first pick. I just thought it was just... It just is gross all the way through. That's a great shout. And to be honest, I would totally overlook that. That's fucking great shout, man. Hmm. Totally respect that. What else you got? I'm going for, well, I'd like to briefly talk about the 1985 Day of the Dead. Oh, good choice. Okay, I had to get Tom Savini in there somehow. Of course. But I'm obviously going for the body rip scene. Yep. Um, I mean, okay, you go for a scene, but the whole bloody movie and franchise with Tom Savini's makeup yeah. and the way he does the zombies and the way he do, does like you know the, when anything gets bitten and all those sort of like scenes um, I know the, the sort of helicopter with a little choppy bit and Dawn of, oh, Dawn yeah. of Dead they're 
fucking awesome. Hmm. I mean, I've watched some of the making of the bit with the helicopter and Dawn of the Dead. Obviously, whip they whip it, don't they, with a bit of string? Awesome, just simple. But this body rip, um, it's got it's Joseph Palauto hmm. as Captain Rhodes, of course, and he he's obviously he's having to go our main our main dude, Bub. Of course, all right, and all these zombies just suddenly come out from behind, and he just gets they just rip his stomach up, and he's just there going choke on them. You know, he's like mouthing off, but he's still, he t- they use like real, like, like pig intestines mm. to sort of make it. Yeah. So it makes it look so real because it's obviously the intestines are massive. Yeah. And they're just ripping him apart. And you, it's, it, I think every time you go and watch like a, like a, like a gif on a zombie and mm. stuff, you see that. Oh yeah, of course. You see it everywhere. It's well, just nuts. A little fact like that, I've, I hadn't even seen the film and I, read a copy of like Fangoria stood in the old W.A. Smith and all I saw was a picture of that him being like literally half torn up <laughs> and I was just like what the hell is that what is going on here and they had a piece about Tom Savini in there and I, I've not even seen the film yet and I was just like that's disturbing <laughs> Tom Savini is just like a like a master class and you've it? met him haven't you I did. LFCC. Briefly, yeah, yeah, after Mr. Mr. Kurtzman. Yeah. He's very lucky to go. He's another great... Yeah, another spe- great like practical, practical effect guy. You know, he did t- Tusk. Oh, God, you're going to talk about that again. Uh, I've got Probably Tusk. some of his worst work. <laughs> Tusk here, where he comes, makes a walrus. And, uh, you know, the golem in uh, yoga hoses. Fucking great work. All both practical effects. <laughs> hmm. But, yeah, Dare to Dead, the body rip... And like generally, just like Tom Zavini's work in general, just needs to be fucking like shouted from the rooftop because he's just ridiculously good. Yeah, definitely. And he's, he's up there with the Clive Barkers and yeah, and the um, Rob Boutines and just everybody. You know, he took him. He took the zombie mood like genre to another level in terms of what you could actually do. Yeah, and how you how real you could make it look. Mm. And just like absolutely disturbing you when you've got that, it's. I don't know why I I got this affinity with like zombies and zombie movies, but it obviously stemmed from like watching Dawn of the Dead and all that sort of stuff. And why I don't I get a thrill. I do get a thrill out of watching those scenes where they sort of rip them apart. I think it's just. I, I know zombies are like more. It's more of a. It's a survival like sort of genre. But. With, with extreme gore mm. you know what well, I mean I, th- I think yeah I think because as well though you don't really see stuff like that and you've never seen that sort of thing and you're like mm. when you see it it's like is that what it really likes if, if somebody gets ripped you know it's not weird you don't want to go out and see people get ripped apart but it's kind of like you, when you see that it's kind of like oh my god how uh, for me it's like how did they do that Yeah, I, I want to know why and how they did it and it interests me. It doesn't fuck it, me up. It doesn't like, no. I don't know if, the, I haven't met, I've never had a conversation with someone who sort of like, watched these sorts of movies mm. where you've got like, these body rips and all these sort of yeah. like, awesome like, special effects to actually make them. I want to speak to someone who fucking hates it. He's like, it <laughs> makes them sick. Oh, there's plenty, plenty of people out there. But those, but those people do not watch this type, <laughs> they just don't watch them. I know a couple of people. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. 
they're out so there. So they now. just won't they won't watch it full stop. They only watch like comedies or dramas and nothing else. It's just because they're so freaked out by it. Pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very um, nice. Wait, what, you got anything else to talk about? I haven't actually got any more because I thought we were only going with one. But oh, okay. Obviously, there's nods as before we spoke. We could speak through the roof about it, but Alien and Aliens, obviously. Oh, yeah, we're going to go and watch the uh, lovely Alien tomorrow yes, in the cinema. That's <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, there's all that, that, that kind of movies. There's there's the, all the creature features that we absolutely yeah, know and love. Zombi- Zombievers. Maybe not that one. Black uh, sheep. Maybe not that one. Uh, <laughs> but like obviously critters, <laughs> critters, ghoulies, yeah. gremlins. Come on, let's not forget gremlins. And then there's more recent stuff where you've touched on before things like Sliver. Like you're a massive fan of Sliver, and that that whole film was made with practical effects. Yeah, and like the same with the Night of the Creeps. All mm. those little wormy things. Yeah. that's uh, that's all. Um, I tell you one thing. Practical effects. I wish, I wish that I was a little bit older, that I grew up in that time where I could actually go in, like, live in America and go and work on practical effects and be that good at kind of making stuff and art and stuff like that. I, if I could relive my life again, I would do that sort of shit. That, I would love to do that. But I'm just not high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we've watched a couple of movies in the last couple of years. There's still, there's a lot of CGI out there. Because obviously it's cheap and it's easy, and I no. and I do love these old crappy old I, side I things. Really like I know that you don't, stuff, but, but you a, lot, a lot of practical <laughs> effects are coming back and being integrated again. So yeah, people love that shit now. Krampus that we watched a few yep. years ago has a mixture of CGI and Book of Monsters. And, uh, Book of Monsters <laughs> to speak to about it again. The film Boar that we went and see. Yeah, that's funny, man. Um, that was that was a lot of practical effects in that, wasn't there? Yeah, that was mostly. The big yeah, there's a little bit of CGI, but the bloody big boar. Yeah, they built it, didn't they? Yeah, no. oh, bloody incredible. But um, Puppet Master. Yes. There you Demonic go, man. Toys. Yeah. Fucking. It's just mad. It's just like, you know, a basket case. So much good stuff and brain like, dead. Brain dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Should we go to some? Should we go to the social media, what we've got through? Uh, yeah, okay. Um, obviously, there's a lot of love for the thing. So, um, I mean, I'm not going to name you all, but thank you for all, like, pretty much saying, to, like, her podcast is back. And they said John Carpenter's a thing when Norris heads detached and sprouted legs. Ah, <coughs> oh, the lovely fairy Faye. She said pretty much all of Brain Dead, And she was fascinated by the transformation scene in The Company Walls. I mean, yeah, mm. werewolf transformation scenes, American really Werewolf London. But we, but we need to revisit this company of walls. I've got it. Mm. It's got some incredible yeah. um, storytelling in it, as well as like the transformation for the werewolf. Mm. It's definitely one of those overlooked um, films. Yeah. And then she said, "Let's face it, though Rob Bottin's work in the thing is pretty much sublime." So yeah, you're right. Uh, Mr. Simon Doust is back. And he mentions The Thing, as well as The American Werewolf in London. And his favourite movie, I think it might be his favourite movie, of course, is Gremlins with the melting. Oh, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's crazy, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's nuts. So, yeah, that's cool. Thank you, Simon. Matt Frost um, has said, Jason's death in Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter. Um, that's about the him sliding down the fucking machine. We talked about that before. Yeah, absolutely insane. Absolute that, badass. That, that was some Savini magic there, I think. Yeah, another Savini job there. 
Um, Chris Wall has said um, so many, mostly all from the thing. Said, I couldn't find a gif of the dog head split. Fucking dog gif. head split is nuts. Yeah. Gif, gif, <laughs> gif, let's clean the toilet. Thanks for that. That's, that's a good shout. And drunk Netflix reviews. Um, simply put a picture of the chest buster scene in Alien. Oh, mate. Great. Chestbuster scene in Alien. That's another thing that we talked about, isn't it? Before. It's just like, yeah. It's just like, we, mate, that's like one of the best things. And how early that was. I'm going to can't wait to watch 1979, right? Yeah. Oh, mate. Um, Gidget von Lau, Roe, <laughs> said all of the thing. Apologies for the names. Like, not <laughs> pronouncing them right. Spoon Lamp, also the thing. Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Said my fave ones became more fave when I saw a doco with Tom Savini showing us the head explosion, a helicopter scalp, and the machete in the head. In I Dawn really of the Dead. want to get a copy of that. Prices, it. It's bloody loads. Oh. Then Fred C. Dobbs said the one from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, oh, well, that funny little, little dog. Fucking freaky. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's freaky. And that's all I can read. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. I've got, I've got one from Instagram. Okay. Um, take on horror. That asshole guy that came back from the dead in Hellraiser. So gross, so good. And then she remembered, so she came back. She went, decided not to be lazy and look it up. Frank, his name was Frank. Frankly, he was an asshole. <laughs> I love that, it's brilliant. She's right. Yeah. He was an asshole. Yeah. Um, and that scene where he's like being formed back together is just messed up, yeah. man. And obviously, Geordie Paul's been in contact as well. Bloody Geordie Paul. He said, my practical effect was the fly same as me yeah which is great and also he said a special nod to the thing but that's obvious obviously but it's not wrong no you're not wrong no one's wrong you're all bloody right absolutely it's just that i'm more right than most of you no (laughs) cool thanks so much for like your contributions yeah that's uh, that's what we love all this interaction is really it's good fun yeah it's what it's all about to be honest the horror community is awesome yeah, share the love, share that because we don't know everything. Often we get lovely surprises, mm. and I like to go out and watch another horror movie and buy yeah. another DVD. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Cool. <laughs> right, we got to pick um, our topic for next week, uh, yeah, next episode. Oh, who's, oh, you're picking this one, aren't you? I think it's me. Yeah. Don't pick an empty one this week. I'll try not to. If you can give me one that's actually got writing on it, it'd be lovely. So next episode yeah. might be something I've already talked about. Oh, not another one. No. What movie made you shit your pants? I swear we've probably, had that one already. Probably not literally. Right. But I'm guessing that movie that literally... Oh, I've got one already. You just, it just like, it's it scares you beyond. Yeah. You know, so obviously I'm talking about arachnophobia a little bit earlier. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's definitely one where I can say that I jumped out of my seat excellent stuff so yeah that'd be good fun actually good fun shit my pants now on to our movie from the vault and this week obviously we have the amazing return of the living dead Bloody pick. 
what an awesome pick, mate. You're very welcome. <laughs> so, I mean, I remember loving this film back in the day. And even the revisit. You know, I haven't revisited it for a long time, to be fair. And, oh my God, like, I think my heart grew like five times bigger when I watch this movie because I've got so much love for this movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it made me love it even more watching it this time around. And you've got a Blu-ray edition I saw downstairs. Yeah. So I've got a classic DVD. Oh, the old DVD? The old DVD. Which, um, oh, the artwork's insane, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you, we were sat here with um, Matt's lovely VHS collection and um, he's got a copy of The Return of the Living Dead. It's, like I oh, said, it's probably my favourite It's proper old artwork. School. It's just like, I it just remember me, going into the shop and seeing that. It reminds me a bit like, because it's hand-drawn, it reminds me a little mm. bit of Book, Book of Monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, I'm going to do a little... We're going to have a drinking game where we drink every time we say Book of Monsters on the next episode. <laughs> we'll be pissed. I'm down. I'll get a bottle of tequila. Um, <laughs> so I'll do a little synopsis in, case, in case you guys don't know. When two bumbling employees <laughs> at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air, the vapours called the dead... To rise again as zombies. I mean, this movie is spawned about like it's spawned about five movies as I thought. I, I originally I have three of them, so I have part one, two, and three. There were the lovely. I've never seen three. <laughs> it's got Melinda Clark in it. We're not talking about that one, mate. Oh, I'm not, I would love to. <laughs> no. Beautiful. Um, I have a feeling that might have been my first one that I watched. I think I might have watched that first. Backwards. Ah, well, oh, you know, man. some you see these like random movies. I feel sorry for you. I would have been at some like you know sleepover again. Of course, you love your sleepovers. Young boys, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I would have been the same age. Uh, <laughs> I just cleared that up. There's no pedo bingo on this uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, we still haven't got onto the Will Potter. Well, we, we'll do that next episode, but definitely. I haven't given it much thought, but yeah, it's fine. So we're talking about Return of the Living Dead. But I'm pretty sure that when I was when I was younger, sure, that uh, I watched Return of the Living Dead Part Three, mm. and I remember this like weird little fucked up bit where she keeps on putting like um, loads of stuff for her skin. Okay. Okay. Um, Never I, seen it. It's weird, mate. It's just weird. And then I was like, okay, that was me. It's all right. It's all right. And I was like, okay, what can I... Where's this come from? Let's have a look at the first one. And then I was obviously blown away. Mm. And realised that, you know, it's probably one of the best comedy horrors ever. Because this is the original zombie comedy horror. Can you think... Wow. 1985. Yeah. Do I rustle that paper a little bit more? <laughs> so 1985 1985 Return of the Living Dead yeah but obviously all zombie movies in my opinion haven't well not all of them but have majority have an element of like comedy so even if you mm. go back to say well maybe not Night of the Living Dead no Night of the Living Dead definitely uh, not no but like if you go Dawn, Dawn of the Dead like, yeah no. 1978 not really much comedy in that it's quite dark about? it's quite dark mate towards the end but there's that whole montage scene that's kind of, there's like why is that funny? Uh, it's funny to me. <laughs> it's dark as hell, mate. It's, it's all doom and gloom. Okay. This is why this movie, I think, was it was just different because it, it wasn't like that. It was like the middle of the 80s and people loved comedy, people loved horror and it was like the first of its kind, wasn't it? It was just like... the, the 
like as in out and out you know it had great characters it had funny one-liners um it was kind of like um just like the the more brains thing and the fact that it's different as well it's not these aren't just walking slowly moany zombies so that there's obviously controversy about them being running zombies and stuff and then and and it's just like but then it brought up like obviously what we're going to talk about in a minute some some brilliant characters out of it like yeah, some brilliant one in particular mo- brilliant moments yeah. and stuff like that in uh, in horror and stuff like that and in in the zombie ge- in the zombie genre oh god mm. we got two zombie movies on one oh my this is the best episode ever <laughs> you only just uh, realized that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and it's the, it's the, this movie's directed by um Dan O'Bannon yeah who wrote all of the alien movies wow yeah yeah alien alien aliens yeah total recall both total recalls Ugh. but you know you can't speak ill of the dead yeah he's a great guy this legend this movie starts by complimenting night of the living dead that's the first thing it almost compliments it so much that it kind of um, insinuates that it's a real it's based on real events well the thing is what what it was is the original guy that wrote this worked on night and living dead romero and there there was no animosity between the two of them george went on and made um dawn living dead and the other guy uh russo um, went away and did Return Living, uh, Return Living Dead. He wrote a script pretty much the same time as Romero wrote Dawn of the Dead, um, and there was a bit of a court battle between the kind of use of the kind of referring to Night Living Dead and who had the rights to it and stuff like that. Um, and it was, it wasn't, you know, it apparently it was, they said it was all a bit messy, but there was no animosity between. Um, George Romero or the um, I can't remember his name now, Russo guy. Um, so yeah, and in the end they won it over, and they couldn't actually say that it was obviously a direct kind of um, sequel from Night of the Living Dead or anything like that, and that's why they kind of refer to it instead of using it as a direct kind of sequel to that movie. So uh, it, is, it has got massive connections. That is a fucking great bit of knowledge yeah. just dropped to me. That's beautiful. Okay. Where are we going to start with this then, bad boy? Um, well, it's got to start in the warehouse, isn't it? Where it starts in the beginning. So, so we've got one of like the 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 best guys ever, uh, which is Frank, which is the one the older guy of the two guys in the yeah. warehouse, um, played by James Caron. Is that right? Yeah. And he was in Poltergeist. And I just remember him from Poltergeist. But in this, this is where he's this, like... Who was he in Poltergeist? He was, you know, the guy that said, oh, I didn't know I was... I, we just took away the headstones <laughs> and left the bodies. Of course he was. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my God. It's like, it, he's just awesome in this. It's just like... You took the bodies, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I like love this guy 
I think he's brilliant, and just like his whole his whole character in this from the start is just so cool. Like, obviously, he's with uh, the other guy, which is Freddy. Yeah, uh, he's obviously showing him the ropes and stuff because he's obviously just joined the the kind of firm and just showing him where everything is and and everything like that. And it is just like um like a Porky's like weekend Bernie sort of thing. They they're it's just they're bungle they are bungling both of them. Yeah. And when they just go down and just so like just go down and just so happen to like take off a a lid off a canister. Yeah. And that's when they unleash all the bloody I love that bit because it's just like when you uh, when you initially he, when I saw this I didn't really know I knew it was a zombie movie but I didn't know kind of how it would obviously get to that but when they open that canister and you see those little eyes peering out and the, the thing inside it's wow freaky you're like oh, oh my man. god it's, it's such like a mem- it's in a canister yeah it's such a memorable like face and stuff yeah. like that. that that like zombie face is just wicked it's one of the best sort of like images even though it's sort of when they're going you know yeah. it's like a talking but thing but the weird thing is it's like you know they're not supposed to be down there and like touching these things you're like <laughs> i wouldn't be touching that you pay no matter what you paid me and then and then he goes oh that's okay they're safe they're built by the army bang and then it's just like lets out that gas doesn't it? and then they both fall down like unconscious and yeah. then that's when the you know one of the one of the first the big horror bits in it is their deterioration throughout the movie mm. is it's quite really, really cool. it's quite something to sort of behold mm. um and they do is some you know it's quite disturbing the makeup all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. watching sort of go down and like in towards death it's so clever yeah, yeah. It's that's, just, it's that's just, i think cool. it's a, a different take as well um they obviously inhale this gas and stuff and it's just like it's brilliant and then obviously it's cut into the 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 fucking awesome scene it reminds me of that um buckaroo banzai film yeah when they're walking along you know and and you just it just cuts to the punks yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you you kind of cuts to these like this like group of kids and they're, they're all just look so cool they're all different aren't they well, it reminds and me then, of like class of newcomb high yeah and all class, that. like class of newcomb high came a bit or, later yeah or like, class of 1984 whatever it's called the other movie it's like that where they're punks and stuff. yeah and it's that punk image yeah it's like they've got to like make them more punky than, diy kind yeah of punky. so they've got a big ch- one's got a big chain through his nose but they don't that to me they don't look there's two of them that look like they would hang out but then the others look so a bit Preppy. different yeah it's weird maybe three of them you're talking probably trash which is uh, uh um lena quigley lena Qu- yeah lena yeah. quigley and then you've got the big guy who's always angry yeah scuzz <laughs> scuzz yeah is it scuzz? yeah scuzz. great punk name and then you've got the other guy that is you got spider suicide Suicide, and which got... was the punk, and then they're the ones that look kind of punk, punk. I don't know, Spider, sort of like he had a bit of camo and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he'd be right. But, but then you, know, but that, but you know, listening to music and hanging out in that alternative mm. scene, you've got different, you've got people dressed differently. Yeah, they're all different. So you've kind got, of, even though you've yeah, got the guys, still hang out. You sort of the new romantic yeah. sort of punk, I suppose. Yeah, and yeah. The other one yeah. was maybe, but the, the the girl, I didn't really get why she was. Which one? Their mate. Freddie's sort of, girlfriend. Yeah, Freddie's yeah, girlfriend. She's, she was bit, sort of, she's very prim and proper, isn't she? Weird. weird. So yeah. that was the only like, but you know that's that doesn't make them that doesn't make them out and out punk sort of thing. Oh, you don't know. She might out. be Freddie's new girlfriend that's just yeah come to meet him with them. You don't you don't have their be- it was, best it, mates, do you? Yeah, but it's um it's a, a great little crew of like misfits misfits yeah, if yeah. you like. 
we got to talk about this little this half dog thing oh yeah the split dog yeah, yeah. Me. that freaked me out a little bit I totally forgot about it yeah I must admit and, it's, and the cadaver yeah the live cadaver guy oh Christ I forgot how like crazy that was it's a like yellow bastard basically yeah it's like yellow because he's like but he's obviously been like stuffed as well mm. like he's not all got his organs and everything this is a beautiful thing about Return of the Living Dead um, sort of the way they have the zombie trope yeah in all in in most other zombie movies to kill them you 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 basically go for the brain and remove the head standard right? standard that's your way you survive but you can chop legs arms heads smash them in the skull with an axe yeah. these things yeah. don't die pickaxe yeah these things don't die saw their heads off <laughs> they, they they are just they are living on forever literally the only thing you do is literally put them in the canister yeah or put them in the canister or, yeah. which, which hopefully no one tampers with yeah um and they because the okay there's literally nothing else to do because burning them, which is what they eventually do, yeah. is the worst thing that they could actually do because mm. it creates more gas, and then it get, which causes the, for some reason acid rain, acid isn't rain. It? Yeah. and then that makes the rest of the dead because they're right next to a cemetery. Yeah, they're a resurrection cemetery. <laughs> resurrection cemetery. Resurrection yeah. cemetery, and it makes the rest of the dead come alive. Yeah. So you're basically, whatever you do, you're pretty much screwed. You are fucked. <laughs> Unless you put them in a canister. Unless you put them in a canister and don't fuck, fuck with the canister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the half dogs was nuts. Yeah, I like that when it's moving around in a bag. Oh, it's, it's just so not, cool. And they try to batter it on the floor and yeah. it's little like dog sounds. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It sounds like they've actually hit a real dog to make I know. this sound. It's not. It's <laughs> not nice. The other one I want to say is a nod to the Wicked t-shirt and I tried to buy one. The what, sorry? Freddy's t-shirt. Okay. Domo Argetto with the visage. I oh, tried, visage, yeah, I want, yeah. I want that t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, I bet thought, you can get it on eBay. I, I bet there's replicas. I looked, I looked everywhere. Really? Yeah. Oh, there's a gap in the market yeah, there, mate. there's a little gap there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone's listening? <laughs> also, Alley Cat Graphics, if you're listening, fucking, that fucking slimy zombie thing, that'd be a great pin. Tarman. Tarman. Fucking Tarman, of course, Tarman. Yeah. That'd be a great pin. Uh, then I suppose we better talk about the uh, the little hijinks they get up to in the cemetery, the punks. So yeah, so so obviously the punk girl called Trash, Queen Trash, Linnea Quigley. She's she's like she's like weird man. She's like, oh, there's a cemetery. Let's and then they decide to just break into the cemetery up that's run down and stuff. And um. Yeah, so they start playing. They've got the old ghetto blaster there, which is quality. Put some music on, and then they're like, "Uh oh, trash is getting naked again." <laughs> and she's literally just stripped off completely. And I don't know about you, but again, I, this is not pervy or anything. But I was a kid when I watched this, <laughs> and I hadn't seen. Let's be honest, I ain't, at that age when I watched this, I hadn't seen many naked women. Did you play with little Matt? No, okay. I think I was too young for that, dude. And I was just like, and I was just like, oh my god, this is weird. Yeah, because it ain't. It wasn't just. I mean, this was like when 18s were 18. So if someone's going nude, they're going proper nude. I mean, we're talking. Oh yeah, I mean, you see some breasts here and there, but this was like full on everything. Yeah, like full on shot, fully naked, and like, what the hell is going on here? And then she starts rubbing herself. 
against one of the guys, which um, it's such a random, it's such a random, like, scene. Yeah, but it was sort of like in in those sort of eighties movies had that sort of like charm, not charm. Charm is <laughs> the Careful. wrong word. Charm is the wrong word. Exciting. It's just they you you just to so, take you out of the situation. You kind so, of like but no, but every like every horror movie mm. had tits and ass in it in mm. the eight. Like, like, it was kind of a staple. It was a staple, and yeah. we're not saying that's the right thing because obviously. Mm. But if you always go to a horror movie, you sort of it's the it's the naughty thing to watch. Yeah. It's always the naughty thing to watch, and there was always something naughty, and this was the. The, the naughty, naughty part, bit, yeah. the really naughty part. Although, did you see in the um, warehouse, everywhere you look is like topless posters. Oh, like everywhere. Like that. Yeah. You know, it's sexism is wrong. But <laughs> Nowadays. <laughs> Nowadays. It's always been wrong, Matthew. Uh... <laughs> Careful. Don't tell me you weren't in the pub and you bought all the peanuts just so you could see the naked lady behind the peanuts. I had no idea there was a naked lady behind You're the peanuts. You're joking me. No. Oops. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> There's obviously the brain, brains, the talking, the talking dog. What do you think? Right, well, yeah. So I, I love the fact that they obviously decide to burn the bodies, didn't they? So they go and meet the guy at the morgue. I always remember that guy at the morgue. It's like He's so, so freaky looking, isn't he? Weird guy. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, they managed to they managed to catch kind of like a half kind of woman zombie through the door, didn't they? They like spike her and this... tie her down. And this is where, like, practical effects, talking back earlier, practical effects on that was crazy, man. Because that's an actual woman behind there, I think. Like, maybe part woman, part animatronics. She would have been kind of tucked underneath yeah, the gurney, maybe. I suppose. Maybe. But... I need to, again, I need to watch a making But they have a proper this, conversation with her. Yeah, what which do you is want? weird. More brains. But this is the thing. It's like, never seen that. This is the first time you've seen this in a zombie movie where it's a talking zombie. Yeah. They're actually communicating. And it's like... They like you said. They don't. They like. They ask it. They say, "Why do you eat flesh?" He said, "No, not flesh. We want brains." And then she's like, literally telling them that they need brains to not feel dead and not feel the hurt. Yeah. They feel hurt. They hurt when they. And you sort of feel sorry for a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little but bit. But it's a bit daft. A bit yeah. daft. The best thing about that is like when the paramedics start cut to rocking up. Oh yeah. This is like ace. Like, you know, you've got a couple of paramedics turn up at a time. And then they all get eaten by the zombies in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. One of them was a little dwarf oh, zombie. Yeah, that's that's weird, that one. Yeah. Runs after him, doesn't he? Runs after the guy from the morgue. His little, little run. Little run that he has. <laughs> Falls over, doesn't he? <laughs> On the grass verge, I felt sorry for him. But he was, he was, that was good effects, though. They made him to look really, really good. Yeah, so they, the... Paramedics gate, and then another, one of the little zombies goes into the paramedics mm. thing and goes on the radio yeah. and send send more paramedic. It was yeah. a weird, creepy voice. They're more, intelligent zombies, man. Yeah, They're not stupid. Yeah. And then more paramedics turn up. All the zombies run out. That's, that's weird, though, because they wait, don't they? That's the freaky part. Oh, they they turn up and they're like looking around, and you just see all these zombies just <laughs> swamp them. They ain't got a chance. Nah, it's mental. And then the cops turn up. Yep. They get eaten. They get eaten, yeah. Send more cops. More cops. Up, send more cops. Yeah. More cops get eaten. It's crazy. And it yeah. just goes on and on and on. It's such a beautiful, like, um, it's, that's real comedy. Yeah, definitely. It's like proper comedy. It's just yeah. like, 
it's it was so funny to watch. Yeah. Um, I like great that. soundtrack as well throughout. <laughs> Fantastic soundtrack. But like, um, I want to just talk on the fact that as well is that you get in the morgue, you they they kind of that sense of them like locking themselves in the morgue and and kind of battering the doors and and windows up. I love that bit where all the zombies are just the classic hands through the w- windows and they're smashing their hands away and you know nailing up the doors. I just love that. It's like that that classic zombies invading yeah, and they're stuck and there's nowhere to go. I someone always gets like a little bit take something bitten taken out yeah. of them and stuff like that and then they turn into a zombie. Yeah. But then you can't kill these zombies. No. So oh, it's just like it gets worse and worse because like more and more people start turning into zombies and it's like mm. they can't get away from anything. Yeah, we've got, we got to talk about Tarman because that, that to me, this was the first time when I saw that zombie come out, I thought that looks fucking awesome. Like, so the first time you see him in his proper, like stood up, like one of the girls has gone down to the cellar, hasn't she? Um, and oh yeah, because two of them escaped yeah. and went to the and went to back to the factory. Yeah, so yeah. so one uh, one of the girls turns around and kind of like you don't see him. He's right at the back and he comes out of the darkness and he just looks insane, like the massive eyeballs and just this massive mouth. And I've seen the the guy that plays him. He looks like that. <laughs> it's just crazy. But they just put him in this big kind of. That he was quite a skinny guy anyway, but they put all these prosthetics around him and they just covered him in like, like this. I don't know what it was. It was kind of like KY jelly and and just like smothered him in it. And it's just like it's so that again. It's like the practical effects are just amazing and the way he walks and stuff and goes after her and it's like and then that famous bit where he goes and the others come down the stairs. And he's like more brains. Yeah, it <laughs> it's is so comedy. Great. It's brilliant. It's great just, line. Right, and he just he kind of moves a bit slower. He doesn't run or anything. It's just it's brilliant. I love that. And Tarman is brilliant. Tarman is fucking great. <laughs> I have to say a quick nod to the bit where the worst rescue attempt ever, where <laughs> they run to the car. Yeah. And then they're trying to go reverse back, but they all the zombies just they're just surrounding the car. So what do they do? Run away. <laughs> yeah. Just. We'll come back for him later. We'll just come back for him later. And they... <laughs> yeah, you ride the car away and they just go. And it's just like, what? You just left them I all. think they make it to the factory though, don't they? Yeah. And as far as the factory. And that's where they make, <laughs> that's where they make the best phone call. Oh, before that. Okay. Before, I love the fact that another comedy bit. It's like they, they, they crash the cop car, get out of the cop car and go in a warehouse. And it's like, oh my God, you trashed the car. And you trashed the car. And he's like, it's okay. My one's out there anyway, and there's like poof, you feel this, you hear this massive explosion. You go, that was my car gone as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, they've got no cars. A total comedy of errors. I absolutely love it. And then they get in there, and what do they do with track? What do they do with um? Oh, I can't remember. What do they do with Tarman? They sort him out, uh, don't they? What? Yeah, because oh, they lop his head off. Yeah, but they oh. but before that, that the kill that Tarman does on that big. Um, punk, which is uh, Scuzz. Scuzz. Yeah, that was gross when he bites into his head. Yeah, that I forgot to talk about. That, that was gross, that was man. Great. That was like, oh, it was like, oh, like proper. Like you see his teeth go into the flesh. And laugh. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, not nice. But he gets, his, nice. you know, time man. Poor, poor time man gets his head locked off. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. and then they obviously they ring. This is this is 
one of my favourite bits, I think. Mm. They, they, there's a number. So they, first off, they're ringing the cops, and the cops are like at the perimeter. Yeah, and like the boundaries, get, keeping yeah, the zombies away. And then they get trying. Yeah, and they get fucked over by all the zombies because mm. no one can kill them, and it's just going out of control. You realise that they realise that there's nothing that they can do. Even Trash is now a zombie. Oh yeah, Trash is a Killing zombie. everyone. Her reanimation scene was pretty, mm. pretty sexy as well. <laughs> Comes out of the like mist. Yeah. Like that, that, so that weird. kind of it's like, like again, it's there's a, a bum like, there and he's like, what the hell's going on here? It's such a weird little, yeah, she's weird but she's brilliant. She's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Absolute staple of like um, horror movies. You yeah, look at definitely. her IMDb, she's been in like everything. Oh yeah. It's great. Um, but yeah, then they ring. He decides to ring the number on the side of the canister. That's right. Yeah. And he speaks. He ends up. He's speaking to a like a colonel. They've also got this failsafe. They are the, the army are miss been missing these barrels. And they got sent there by mistake. Yeah. And they and didn't they, know where they'd gone. No. And so they knew that one day they were going to get a phone call. So they got like a whole procedure in place. Yeah. yeah. And this when it gets through to the captain or whoever it is, he's so calm. Like asking the questions that mm. he wants to know. Oh yes, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. just literally goes down the list of stuff he needs to ask, writes them down. When was this? At what time? And what happened next? This is just so oh, funny. Okay. The question. Oh, oh you tried burning. Right, okay. What happened? <laughs> just yeah. learning, learning, and realizing what he does. Not then, a lot of questions. Not a lot of questions, but just <laughs> enough that he obviously needs to do. Then he went over to his study, and he's got this really old eighties. Computer. Well, not then, mate. It was probably back oh, then. Okay. It was probably the state of the yeah, art. But it was. It was all, all Nobody had a computer in their cabinet back then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but he's obviously making some calls. Yeah. And um, they've obviously got a fail safe. Hmm. And it's just to new. It's just to bomb the. Yeah, there's no other way. Yeah. Get yeah. rid of it. Eradicate. But obviously, we know that fire. What what this bloke didn't. Re- he didn't ask one of the most important questions. It's like, you know, if if they burn it. We didn't know when put the two and two together about the acid rain. Mm. So he's bombing it, killing all of them, incinerating them, and start the bloody raining again. Yeah. So obviously the cycle's going to go that on. Made and you, on. Uh, that made you be, feel a bit sad though that they all they all died. It's like, does that not make you feel? It's like ah, oh, you kind of after all through that, you wanted some of them to survive. Because not if you think about it, not a lot of them, not all of them get killed. Obviously, well they obviously do in the end, but. There's not loads and loads of kills no, with the main characters. There's you know? two trapped in. Obviously, the more more mortician is yeah. is in the loft with um, Freddie's girlfriend, Freddie's girlfriend, Tina. Tina um, poor Freddie and the other mm. guys that have finally turned. But he's obviously thinking about shooting her in the head anyway. That's another bit we didn't talk about. The acid. Oh, there's a bit where Freddie gets the acid poured in his face. He literally running around with his like massive burns all over his eyes. Yeah, that makeup looked pretty cool, man. Yeah, it did look really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they nuke. They, I said nuke it, but it's just a bomb. Yeah, I would imagine this bomb just. And what is it they say? Only like how many people they say? Oh, don't worry, only forty thousand. Four, only forty thousand people died. Not bad. Not, not bad to count. Not bad. <laughs> but you know, obviously they they completely fucked up, and that's yeah. why we get these sequels. Mm. Which are absolutely brilliant. Then, like, experimenting with it. Losing more barrels. What a classic, though, man. It's just like... I love this movie so much. So, so much. Yeah, it's it's now it's now got a staple. So you've got Tarman, who's just going to go on and 
in pure history of like zombie oh, of course, yeah. Hall of Fame. Definitely. You got Queen Trash. This is just absolutely brilliant. Mm. Most of these people from this movie have actually gone on to do something else or have been in stuff before. Yeah. So like Spider has like been in like loads of other movies as well. He's in Life with Eddie, Eddie Murphy and he's been in lots of stuff oh, cool. as well. I love that movie. Yeah. So it's, it's just, there's a lot of good careers that have come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ace. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm fucking glad. I, I mean, it's been years since I've watched it. So to watch it again and just to laugh and fucking, it's generally well acted. Oh yeah. It's got a great sound. There's some scary bits as well. It's like freaky bits, man. Yeah. Freaky stuff. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's some proper like horror, proper mm. decay, proper like sadness, and you know, and, mm. and proper moments. Mm. It's 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 a brilliant like and touching the, comedy. Characters fantastic, storyline fantastic. It's like it's just like there's it's just just all all around good movie. Bloody great. Right. Time for some mad specs. Mad specs. Cool. I've got some, not loads, but I say that all the time. I've got loads. So the film was only shot in six weeks, which is pretty damn good in my eyes. For what they did, yeah, definitely. Did you notice something about Ernie the mortician? A couple of bits. He was was just very calm. Mm, A little bit more to that, if you look at him, right? Now, he's got a German Luger on his on him yeah it? okay which is a german luger he's got bleach blonde hair well blonde hair let's say blonde hair he's got a, a, a german name so there's, there's like loads of things about he's like an escapee nazi that's in hiding because if you listen to the music he's, he's listened to is a german symphony music it is yeah okay. and, and also i read this obviously but in the background you can see a picture of eva braun on the no wall. fucking way! That's amazing. So, it, like, there's a lot of signs to point to that he's, he's an ex-SSS, like a, SS agent. A, yeah, that's whatever. escaped and is hiding, and like now is a mortician. It's crazy. I love his Walkman though. That's a great backstory. <laughs> it's just Weird. Like crazy. So random. Um, some of the actors were paid bonuses if they would eat calf's brains for real, which was interesting because obviously the actors had to eat brains. And they had calf brains. Now, the best thing about this is Dan O'Bannon said, I'll do it because I don't expect you to do anything that I won't do. And he literally ate like some calf's brains in front of them. And apparently they got paid bonuses for eating them on, in real when they were filming. Would you eat a calf's brain for a bonus? <sighs> How much is a bonus? I don't know. If, if I think I'd eat one just to be in a, a zombie, a really cool zombie movie, mate, to be honest. All right, I'll... I'd do that. Just chew on it. You don't have to swallow it, do you? <laughs> Oops. Um, now, one of the, this is funny. So, Jewel Shepherd, the girl that plays Casey, you know, the girl with, with the blue bit in her hair. She gets oh, yeah, trapped yeah. in the warehouse with the other guy. She was actually a stripper in a strip club that Dan O'Bannon used to go to. And he wanted her in the movie. Now, originally, he gave her the part of trash. But she turned around and said, I'm sick and tired of not having my clothes on. <laughs> But can I go for the part? Go for the part, of Casey, and that's how, and she got the part, of Casey, and apparently she's quite hard to work with, and she was quite annoying on set. A lot of the other actors have spoke about that, which is quite interesting. Now we've got to talk about this anonymous <laughs> queen trash scene in, in the in the uh, graveyard. Yeah. So originally they shot that, and she had her pubic hair on show. 
and the producers and uh, other guys came and went, that is not happening. What? They were outraged. They were like, what is going on? Stop filming. This is not going to happen. She can't, you cannot have pubic hair on film. You, it's like album covers. You can't have pubic hair on album covers. There's album covers that have been banned because of it. For some reason. I don't know why, but it's a no-go, especially in that sort of thing. Prudes. In those days as Prudes. well. In those days. So basically they made her this kind of like G-string thing that would, would make her look like, well, they sent her off to get shaved first and made her this kind of like G-string thing. Send her off to get shaved. And when she came, and when she came back, she apparently she quoted it as the worst thing she's ever had to do. When she came back, it they did the scene and it looked even worse because they were like, you can see now, see everything. Yeah. They made her this little g-string to cover a little, a little bit up. You can see in the film, but it was mental, mental. So, Miguel Nunes, the guy that played. I think it was the black dude. Was that Spider? Spider. That was Spider, yeah. yeah. When he did, I didn't even notice. Obviously, it's interesting. When he made this film, he was actually homeless, which is really sad. Oh. Yeah, he was actually homeless, but he, I think he got quite a lot of roles after this, which was cool. He did, he did. He went under a lot. Cool, because, like, yeah, um, that's, I found that really sad because he, he didn't actually tell anybody at the time that he was living in a hostel and stuff like that. Uh, but he got the part, um, and I thought he was brilliant. He's fucking great, great, great. And uh, I um, <laughs> this is funny. So Bert, the guy that played Bert, originally that was going to be played by Leslie Nielsen, but he wanted way too much money, so they said fuck off. <laughs> Basically, I don't know if that's true, but that would see. have been a completely different movie. I know. Have you noticed as well? Two characters are called Bert and Ernie. Oh man, I fucking missed that. <laughs> Which they didn't. It wasn't intentional, wasn't it? No, because no, right. apparently Dan O'Bannon didn't even realise this. <laughs> so originally to to direct this, because obviously Dan O'Bannon wrote the movie. Originally, uh, Toby Hooper was going to direct, but he was in England filming Life Force, and it just overran, so he didn't. He couldn't do it, which was was interesting. I thought. Yeah. That might be a bit different. Um, in the um, graveyard scene. If you look at one of the gravestones, it says Archibald Leach on one of the gravestones, and apparently that's Cary Grant's real name. Oh, which is quite cool. Um, the cellar scene where Tina falls through the step, um, they didn't actually tell her there was going to be a false step. She went on lunch and came back to shoot the scene, and that her falling through that step is actually her falling through the step. <laughs> She's, can you imagine them doing that this step nowadays? She literally got so really badly hurt, and that's why she doesn't get up and run off so quick, because she actually really hurt herself. Oh shit! Really, really badly. Um, it's just mental. Um, and also, I'll finish on this because I thought it was quite cool when it just like this just proves on forward thinking about practical effects and that. You know the little shot where everything's coming to life in the warehouse, not everything but the split dog. Yeah. You know yeah. the board with butterflies that you see all moving. Yeah. Simply all that was done, all that how that was done was they put like these fake butterflies on it and literally put a, a fan out of shot and the fan just blows them so they move. I just thought how simple. Yeah, that is bloody it's simple. Pretty cool. Like literally a fan and that's how they did it. Cheap as how. Um so they didn't cut a dog in half then. I don't think so, no. Okay. Originally, they did have a bigger dog, um, but the guy that's doing special effects, um, beg your pardon, I can't remember his name now, but 
he had a bigger dog but he worked on it and he was like this is going to take me way way too long and too much time i've got to make it smaller and he made a smaller kind of dog so he could get within budget and get it done faster cool but yeah that's that's my mats back so there's loads man. more but i just thought that, that i picked those those really cool, cool they're ones. great yeah they're bloody great mate mm. I, I loved it a lot great movie great movie what are you rating it again i i've got i've got to go a nine out of ten for me it's a pure nine everything about it okay i'll give it an eight oh mate why'd you give it i don't know why i gave it an eight market what you can't give it an eight and not tell me why it loses a point i think uh that's a very good point why does it lose two points not just one maybe because it was just a little bit too slapsticky i think some of that but first of its kind but i know but it, it, eight's good it's positive but nine's better alright but it's still <laughs> so that's eight. a draw one last breath nine out of ten eight out of ten I'm pulling rank today <laughs> pulling rank today fine you can have it <laughs> it deserves it cool um, but oh, I loved watching this yeah bloody so uh, guess whose pick it is that's your pick dude so episode 21 I toyed I'm, I've toyed with this a little bit and I'm really kind of in two minds what to do because I've made a little list in my iPhone notes and there's a couple of really good ones that I really want to talk about (laughs) so basically as it's a big celebration at the moment I'm actually going to pick Alien as our next movie from the vault because it's a 40 year anniversary and we're going to watch it tomorrow night and there's no other time better than now Fuck it. That's brilliant. So is that cool? Fuck yeah, of course it's cool. We're going cool. to watch it tomorrow night and um, we're going to and, watch it at uh, the cinema. a little bit of synergy there from Dan, O'Brien, uh, Dan O'Bannon because he wrote it. So it's kind of a nice little kind of leeway. Perfect. Perfect. That's exciting. Cool. I get to talk about Alien. Yeah, oh. finally. <laughs> we haven't really got, Had to be done. We haven't really got a move, a, 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 a proper movie. There's a couple proper of possibilities. Movie? That's what I'm talking I, about. Yeah, there's a couple of possibilities that we might review something. Yeah, we're playing with um, possibly um, Climax, maybe the Gaspar No movie. But there's also another one that we, if we can get to it, we're probably going to do that. But we'll, we'll put on social media what yeah. we're going to review. So, if so people you can go want and watch it and stuff it. and get involved. Um, yeah, so obviously next, uh, that's been bloody fun today. Yeah, I've had a good time. It's been Fucking cool. right. So um, next episode we'll be... Obviously, like we said, talking about maybe Gaspar Noe's Climax or something else in the works. Matt just said the movie from the vault, which is going to be Alien, which is fucking exciting. Ridley Scott. Yes. And our topic for next episode is a movie that made us shit our pants. (laughs) So look forward to that. And now there's only one more thing to do. Or say, when there's no more room in hell. Here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>